Magic Club. Together, we'll discover inspirational stories of creative entrepreneurs living out their dreams, doing the work they are most passionate about, and building wealth in magical and fun ways. While building a six-figure income as a writer and coach, helping other women to launch their dream businesses, I've connected with so many incredible people and seen it proven again and again that you can thrive financially doing whatever it is you are passionate about. I'm here to share life-changing strategies for mindset, making money, and reaching more people with your work in a business and life filled with creativity, freedom, and fun. Hi everyone, welcome. I'm so excited to introduce my guest today. Swapna Thomas is a marketing and mindset mentor who helps rebel coaches, leaders, and change makers unlock their unique movement, aka their rebellion, craft aligned and magnetic offers, and create courageous content that captivates their soul, clients, and selves without sales calls so they can reach five-figure months with ease and flow. She has been featured on Elephant Journal, Asian Age, and dozens of podcasts, and is currently writing her first book called Market Like a Leader. Swapna runs her global business from India, is a feminist and an introvert with manifesting generator as her human design. She is also a proud Ravenclaw and devours psychological thrillers in hours. Hi Swapna, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much Sarah for having me. So I would love for you to tell us how, what is your story? Like how did you end up doing um, the work that you're doing in your business today? Mm. So I think my story starts pretty much after I had my daughter. So before that, it was pretty much like a cookie cutter story. You know, I had an MBA. I have an MBA in marketing and human resources. Uh, Overachiever did major in both of those. So I had a major in marketing and a major in human resources. Got into the corporate ladder and I was going through the whole corporate zombie route and it just felt like I can, you know, one day my boss said to me that you will be taking over my position when I retire. And it just landed like a whole thing on me. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I cannot see myself doing this job, his job, like that would feel like a dead weight to me. I mean, my boss was a great guy, but I did not want his job by any means. And I think when I had my daughter, I sort of took it like an out. Um, and I genuinely wanted to enjoy her childhood and, you know, be with her. Um, so I decided I'm going to do the stay-at-home mom thing for a few years. And then, you know, I'll see if I want to come back or not. Um, and I started doing that. And um, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know, my daughter was really independent very, very quickly, right? She she didn't want me around for a long time. Like she was ready to mingle with friends. And by the time she was three, I started feeling like I don't know what to do with my time now. Like she doesn't need me so much. And um, I want to do something creative. So at the time, I was reading a lot of mommy blogs. Um, India did not have a culture of mommy blogs at that time. And so I thought it would be great to create my own mommy blog and, you know, monetize it. So I started writing my own blog and 
I literally learned every, like I had no tech skills, none whatsoever. So I would be feeding my daughter at night and also watching YouTube videos. On, and at that time, things were not so intuitive as it is now. Like you can literally take a template and create a whole website. But I had to literally, you know, copy and paste HTML code to create my first website. So I did all of that. And... That is how I started my mommy blogging journey. And very quickly, I monetized it. And the thing that was that I did not have a very big audience at any given point of time. I There were bloggers who had millions of page views and thousands of people visiting their website. But I had a very small following, but my following was very engaged. And I was marketing to a very niche audience of upper middle class women, mothers and that is why, you know, I was able to reach a very targeted audience and brands wanted to work with me. And I started finding myself talking to other bloggers about monetizing their blogs. And then this whole industry of coaching opened up for me and I did not know what coaching was. I'd never heard of it. So I decided that, you know, the moment I heard about it, I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like talking for a living and, you know, helping people realize their dreams and passions this is exactly what I was born for and that's how my journey began and I started by just doing content coaching but then it kept evolving into more of mindset and mentoring work which is where I find myself now. That's amazing and I think it's so important to share these like how I started stories because it can be so easy to to look at a coach who's successful and be like oh yeah well you know she got her MBA in marketing and now she's a marketing coach and she just always knew how to do that. And it's like, mm. I love that it started out, you know, as being driven by a passion to be there for your daughter. And, you know, it always is. It's those lifestyle things that really drive us into business, I, I find. And then you don't have to have a giant audience. And, you know, it's so easy to see people with like millions of followers and and think that, you know, it's not possible for you to create the freedom that you want to create because you don't have all of those things already and mm -hmm. just figure it out one step at a time. And I love that it came full circle for you. Like you went down the like the mum blogging route and then you came back around to your expertise in, in business and marketing. That's so cool. Yeah. And I don't know how much that MBA helped me. I'm sure it was running in my subconscious for sure. But uh, I think I learned most of the things on the job, right? Like while growing a list, by, by building an audience, uh, that is how I learned how to market in this space. I think because the traditional MBA is not now, I think they have started talking more about digital marketing. But the, at the time I did uh, MBA and I feel like a dinosaur right now, but at the time it was online was hardly even mentioned in our MBA because it was not just not a very big market at that at the time. So yeah, I mean, I, and I think you I have seen your content as well. And you also completely believe in the fact that you don't need a big audience or huge following to reach five figure months. I have done it, you have done it. And I feel nobody needs to limit themselves um, to a number of, you know, like until and unless I reach this number, I cannot hit my income goal. It, it does not matter at all. Yeah, totally. And, you know, yeah, it was the same thing for me. Like my, even though I'd worked in advertising and, you know, on film sets for commercials and things like that, I had never 
learn how to do online marketing. I just knew that it was like the golden ticket for having a location independent business, which is what I wanted. And to be able to, you know, call my own shots and call my own schedule so that I could recover from the burnout from working in, in the film industry. And yeah, same as you, I just figured it out. And I was talking to someone about this the other day. I would literally, you know, I started out as a writer as first as an editor, then a copywriter. And, you know, like the day before I started that that entrepreneurial venture, I didn't even think of myself as a writer. So, you know, it just, I was after like a couple of conversations or like I was helping a friend with her website and they were like, oh no, like you're a good writer. And I, it just goes to show how we have all of these capabilities that we're just not co like cognizant of and aware of half the time that when you actually, <clears throat> you know, set your sights on a goal, suddenly you start, all of these things start to come to your awareness and you start becoming really resourceful. And, you know, I would just start out working, doing like low price gigs. And someone would ask me like, hey, do you know how to write, you know, copy for a brochure or like copy for a Facebook ad? And I'd be like, sure. <laughs> Google it and like figure out how to do it and like get paid to learn, you know? So yeah. all, like all of this stuff around online marketing, like you say, you can learn from watching YouTube videos and like reading <laughs> blogs and the content's out there for free if you're willing to, you know, go through the learning curve. Obviously the learning curve is a lot faster and more fun when you have a mentor and a coach to, to, yeah. to like, to take you along the way, but there's always a way to, to get started. Um, so I love that so much. And Talk to me a little bit about how like um, the types of clients that you work with has evolved throughout the different stages of your business to where you are now. Yeah. So initially, like I said, I was working mostly with content coaching. So like you, I was literally, you know, people were asking me, can you help me write a blog? And I would be like, yeah, sure, I can do that. <laughs> and, you know, can you help me uh, write emails and create an email sequence? Yeah, I can do that. But I think Oh, slowly I realized like that was, you know, just the tip of the iceberg. There was so much more beneath that that needed to be worked upon before these women could actually show up uh, as they are meant to and as they desire to, right? So that is what my uh, work has evolved into now. And I talk about working with rebel coaches and leaders. And that has come from my own experience because I think when we come into this industry, we come with such fresh energy and our unique ideas and, um, you know, this, this zest of wanting to do things our way. But very quickly, you can find yourself falling into this trap of following rules and formulas and templates and putting yourself into a box. And because you are trying to emulate someone who has done six figures or seven figures and you just want to know how they did that, right? And you just want to follow that. But when that doesn't work for you, you start blaming yourself and you start finding flaws in yourself and you think that I must be broken, something must be wrong with me, that I cannot seem to figure this out like everyone else is getting it. So something must be wrong with me. And I love working with those women who are sort of, you know, on this treadmill of um, following another blueprint and formula and then finding out that it doesn't work for them and they are done with it and I help them come back to who they are and market from that space so that's what my work has become it's come from my own experience I've been where they are um, and I know how frustrating it can get when you just don't know how to make this work right it feels simple enough people are doing it every day but it does, just doesn't seem to work for us um, so I 
enjoy and I love working with these women to find their own way, break all the rules and create their own blueprint of how they want to do um, their business, right? And reach those income goals and also impact goals because I work with women who are leaders and who have a movement within them. It's not just about making money. It's about creating a change, uh, an indelible change in the world. So that's what it has evolved into right now. And I just love doing it. I love it. I mean, super similar to the work that I do. I love the way that you articulate that. And because it's true, and I think it's easy to forget, particularly with high achievers, because I think a lot of us identify with like being able to do yeah. anything, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, like give me a, a task or a challenge, like I'll yeah. start in business and I can do it. I can get straight A's. I can be an amazing mom. Like, you know, I can do all the things because I'm like mm-hmm. the super woman, like get out of my way. And then, <laughs> but also still being the rebels at heart and being the innovators. And so we constantly have to remind ourselves of that because it is like, it is that it's almost like a safety zone when someone tells us how to do something, right? Especially if we've been that person who at school like ticked all the boxes and, yeah. um, you know, because it like that, that's easy to do, right? It's easy to follow somebody else's instruction. So yeah. I think it's particularly challenging for like these types of women um, when we do try something and then it fails. And yeah, like you say, then we like all of the self-judgment and that just like triggers all of the the underlying you know like low self-worth and low confidence stories that are lying underneath the surface which is why mindset work is such an integral part of of marketing um and content marketing so I love this idea of like creating a rebel strategy like that's your strategy like you are your strategy your desires Mm -hmm. are your strategy um and I always you know, it like it make it sounds harder because it's like, oh, it would be so much easier to just follow the somebody else's step by step. Yes. But I also remind people that like the internet is a place of unlimited possibility, like as is the world, you know, like there's a million different ways to get in front of your people, to share your message. There's a billion different social media platforms that are all great, you know, and like all mm-hmm. like a lot of them are free, like provide free access to to share your message and make an impact and you really don't have to do things that just don't align with your skill set or the way that you want to invest. And, you know, as long as you're resourceful and you're willing to to stay focused on like what's fun for you in business, I think that's the most important thing. Then suddenly you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to like go and make some fun videos on TikTok or I'm going to like make a YouTube channel or I'm going to just yeah. like blog on, you know, video blog on Instagram stories every day. And you can choose which ones are the most fun and accessible to you and it'll work, you know, if you really commit to it. Exactly. Like you have to find uh, your strength and lean into that, right? Um, people come to me, my clients come to me and tell me, I don't like writing. I, I, I'm great when I'm talking to my clients, I light up and, but I just don't know how to articulate that in writing. So, so I tell them, why are you writing? Go and do lives right? Like go and speak to people, go and create videos. If videos feel difficult, go and create audios, record yourself saying things and then transcribe it. Like there's so many ways to do this. But if we are just tunnel visioned into feeling like I have to follow this path, then we cannot see the possibilities that are available to us. And then we keep beating ourselves up, right? 
And when you were talking about this, it reminded me of the time when, you know, I was pregnant and I was reading all of these parenting books. And I was just thinking, yeah, I'm like, I know every single thing. This baby's going to be here and I know how I'm going to parent her. <laughs> and, you know, I'm going to hit all these goals out of the park. Like, I'm going to be parenting mother goals, right? And then this, you get this baby and every baby is so unique, like their eating patterns, their sleeping patterns, and it does not follow any rules and you cannot check any boxes and it makes starts making you doubt yourself because the book is saying something and this baby is not at all following the rules of the book, right? And you start doubting yourself as a mother and then you have to find your own way of how to parent your child, right? And it, it's the same for your business. Your business is your baby and you have to figure out how to nurture it, how to grow it and love it the way you want to do it, right? And figure out your path. Um, and it's it, it's simple, but not easy for sure. You, you will come up with so many of your insecurities and hidden stuff that you have not really worked upon. Um, but the, it's so rewarding when you actually find your way. I think it's totally worth going for it. I love that comparison of like your business to a baby. That's so good. Um, and that was that was like a big realization to me actually recently was that like another coach made that comparison. She was like, you know, they have like helicopter parents who are trying to control their children, trying to prevent anything bad from happening. And just, they're just like buzzing around them and like trying to control their lives. Yeah. And it's like that you're not doing your child justice, you know, like the child has to, you know, fall and scrape its knee and figure out that that's what happens when you do that, <laughs> you know, and, and make their own mistakes and like, and learn and grow as, as a human, like they're not yours. And mm. um, your business is the same thing. And I've definitely, you know, been in periods where I've had the tendency to want to try to control everything in my business. Like if I just want to create this result, if I just work really hard to control all of my marketing, my message, my strategy, the way I show up, my energy and like try and control everything, then yeah. surely it must work. And mm. and it's in those times where I've like become a little too obsessive that like everything stops working. And it's like, no. <laughs> really about leaning back and like trusting and being in your creativity and like being in that conversation and really going with the flow as you say and I think mm -hmm. that is the biggest challenge for people who have you know been through like a school system where it's like take all the boxes and then you get the A's it's like cool I have control over my success like this is so comfortable and like doable and and then when you start stepping out into you know the unknown then it it triggers all of those patterns and you really have to to work to release that yeah, business is not like school at all, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, I think the best analogy I figured out about business was uh, when I read this book by Lily Singh, the YouTube creator. I love that. Yeah, super, super woman. And I read her book and uh, she talked about doing, treating business as a game, as a video game, right? Like there are levels and the first time you reach a level, it's going to be really hard to beat that level and you will probably lose all your lives and you'll fall down many times. But every single time that level becomes easier and easier. So there will be things in your business which feel really, really hard. You know, launching for the first time feels so hard, but you get better and better at it every time. And that does not guarantee that the result will be the same every single time. 
but it definitely the bounce back time starts becoming shorter and shorter right it doesn't take you so much uh time to just mope around and do netflix binges before you can gather the courage to do another launch you just start bouncing back again okay that didn't work i'll try another strategy okay i'll try another offer you know i'll frame it differently i'll use a different messaging and positioning if you cannot cultivate that attitude business is very hard right if you cannot have that fun experimental energy with your marketing your messaging it's going to feel like everything is going to feel like a personal rejection and that's never going to work out in your favor so yeah and that's the beauty of it because yeah i was just uh, writing um some notes for a training I'm giving to my mastermind today on like really bringing that attitude of experimentation because when you experiment with something you're very detached from the outcome because you're like it could go well and it could not but I'll definitely (laughs) learn something along the way right and like you say if something doesn't work then you're like cool like I literally have unlimited strategies to choose from within my you know my my skill set which is like way broader than we give ourselves credit for most of the time especially when you really decide to be resourceful and you're committed to creating that outcome like no matter what right Mm -hmm. you like you will get there and I think you know women that like often have this thing where we'll like quit right before we're about to have a big breakthrough and it's so funny that this is like a mental pattern because I notice this in myself particularly with my partner when we're camping when we're like driving down a dirt road or like looking for a campsite and there's like no signs and we've been driving for miles and we're like oh like we must have driven past it like let's turn around and then we're like no let's just drive a little bit more and then it's like always like just past where we were about to give up we were like we always do this (laughs) and it's the same thing it's like it's that one you know if you just decide to launch that program one more time or um you know, make the ask just like a couple more times, like that's the time when all the clients come in or, you know, you have that big win or that big sale um, because you really chose to stay the the course and you didn't talk yourself out of it. Mm -hmm. So I love this conversation so much. What would you say, like, what is the, the message on your heart that you wish your audience knew that would, you know, really benefit them the most? If I was just to capture it in like one sentence, I would just say you're enough, right? Your voice is enough. Your message is enough. Your content is enough. You are enough. Uh, I I see women doubting their expertise, don't even think of themselves as an expert, right? They keep wanting to do another certification, another qualification, another course, and then I'll be enough. And they procrastinate their, you know, creating an offer, launching their business or just just showing up consistently because they feel like no I once I've done that then I'll be enough to create content and then I'll be enough to share my voice or get on a podcast or get on a live right I feel you're you are ready right now you are worthy to be seen and to be heard right now you don't need to check any more boxes just just start sharing your message and also we were before we started recording we were talking about this you know bringing your personality and these quirks and little uh, things that we think should I share that or should I not but those are the things that make you you right and make you so endearing and make you stand apart from everyone else as a leader but when you are constantly doubting yourself and constantly trying to hide yourself and play small and um, looking at you know some milestone that you have to check 
before you can actually claim your expertise and claim your space as a leader, you are doing a big disservice, not just to you, but to your clients who need your message right now, who whose lives can be changed, whose lives and businesses can be changed by you and the work that you're doing. So that would that's the message on my heart. I always want to tell my clients that you are a leader, start acting like one. <laughs> I love it. Such a powerful message. So true. You are enough. You're enough now as you are. Just get on with it, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for the benefit of everybody. So thank you so much for coming and sharing all of your wisdom with us today, Swapna. Where, where can people find you if they want to find out more about your work? Um, they can find me on my website, swapnathomas.com. And on Instagram, I am the Swapna Thomas. Um, and they should definitely follow us on Clubhouse, where we are hosting a Monday chat, uh, the Mindset Juice chat every Monday. Um, I think... Yeah, any of those places, I'm happy to just share my wisdom all over the place. Yes, definitely come and join us on Clubhouse on Mondays at 10.30 a.m. EST. Um, those have been amazing, amazing chats about everything from visibility to launching to um, community and collaboration, intention setting, um, intentional content creation, everything to support creative entrepreneurs to make more money in fun ways with me, Swapna, and a bunch of other really incredible ladies as well. So thank you, Swapna. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you. Bye. For more inspirational content, head over to my website, withsarahmack.com, and please support the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing.